This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to the Go 24-7 podcast. Bryce Kuhn alongside Glenn West, and it is finally that time of year. Postseason baseball is upon us, and we want to make sure that you get all the information you need here on this podcast on the website. So to do that, make sure you subscribe to the Go 24-7 YouTube channel, or if you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you get that audio, make sure that you turn around, you hit follow, you hit like, and so you know where to find us next time uh, we release an episode, which hopefully, Glenn, we're talking about a regional win, and we're previewing a super regional. Uh, LSU, the number five national seed after uh, a trip to Hoover, Glenn, that um, short-lived, but we talked about this last week. It was one of those things where you kind of felt like, what would you rather have? Would you like to play a lot of games, or would you rather play two, three games and get home and rest? That's boded well for the last two national championship teams. Uh, LSU's kind of hoping that's the case. So kind of your closing comments, your final thoughts, uh, kind of on what happened in Hoover for LSU. Yeah, I think probably the first and foremost thing that I wanted to see was just could you find some arms that you could really rely on outside of Paul Skeens and Ty Floyd? Um, And that really goes back to the Georgia series as well. I mean, you wanted to win that Georgia series because it secured – Ultimately, your top eight national seed, LSU is going to be the number five seed here. So they will uh, they could potentially be a, a super regional host, too, if they get past this weekend. So um, it was good that they got that locked up, and a lot of it had to do with the bullpen. I thought um, really that, that road trip was great for those guys. You know, Thatcher Hurd, Gavin Guidry. Um, I don't want to leave out any names, so I'll just cut it short there. But there were several other guys, and we'll get into it a little bit more Um that I think you can really rely on. I think Riley Cooper is a name that you could certainly yeah. uh, rely on come uh, you know this weekend and certainly uh, next weekend if you're able to get to that that point. So um, you know I think you know, that 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 was going to be first and foremost the biggest thing that I wanted to see. Uh, Nate Ackenhausen gave you nearly four great innings to close out uh, that first game, um, and you know I think the the the, the if you had gone in saying that LSU was going to hold two teams like Arkansas and Texas A&M to five runs, I would have probably put money on LSU winning both of those games. Um, I think probably the part that was a little bit disappointing was the bats. You know, the the, the offense did not travel well this week or that that week um, in the SEC tournament, um, only having four runs there over the final two games. Didn't get a whole lot of guys in. Uh, they had a lot of runners on base. They just didn't get a whole lot of them in. And so mm-hmm. um, I think that was certainly a you know a concern um, that you, that you hope that some rest and some preparation now over the next eight days before uh, you get started here um, 
that 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 will help uh, you know, kind of just LSU translate into what they want to do uh, for this regional, starting with uh, with Tulane on Friday. But uh, I think that you know you were able to learn a little bit more about your pitching. Um, you know, the offense wasn't great. We've seen them be much better, and you know, we talked with a number of players uh, after the selection show on Monday, and they kind of echoed those sentiments that yeah, we we didn't have our best stuff, um, but we're also we were a little bit you know we were a little bit you know, gassed. You know, we were a little tired there the last yeah. couple of days, and I think having this time to rest, uh, to prepare, um, will really have LSU uh, in a, in a really good spot this weekend. Yeah, and and going back to the offense, not Trevor. Well, I mean, you got to give credit, and I know fans, you know, fanatics, you often look at your own team and your own shortcomings. But what Texas A and M did on the mound all week in Hoover was really impressive. Uh, obviously, rode them to a SEC tournament title game uh, where they fell to Vanderbilt. So you got to give some credit there. I think you would like to see, you know, if LSU gets matched up with a solid lefty uh, somewhere in regional play or super regional play, you want to see, you know, the numbers be a little bit better. Uh, but you mentioned, and what Glenn's alluding to, and a good reason, we're going to put it down in the link below, uh, link to the website, go 24-7, uh, where, Glenn, you talked with some of the players, you know, after the selections show, and Trey Morgan was really kind of upfront and honest, as he always is, a great interview, uh, and, and gives you really good quotes about how this team was gassed. And you saw, you know, Morgan, who had battled a little bit of a wrist injury. Uh, Gavin Dugas, who has just, you know, kind of, uh, you know, just <laughs> gritted through, it felt like, the whole season after, you know, uh, an injury earlier this year. Uh, Hayden Travinsky has stepped up. So it's, you know, it's a star power team for sure. If you just looked at, you know, the cover of the magazine, when you see the big names, but when you see how deep this team is, what they've had to overcome, I mean, look, this, it'll be one week since they played uh, when they, you know, first pitch against Tulane on Friday. I mean, that is huge to see them get that break. Uh, and it brings us to the regional, in fact, Glenn, a surprise opponent in the Tulane Green Wave, which will be a lot of fun for people. You know, uh, Trey Morgan said it. He's probably going to have a lot of family come from New Orleans uh, up to Baton Rouge for this Tulane 19-40 and 40 into the season. But, man, they went through a tear in the American Conference. And I caution people. You want to be playing your best baseball at the right time? Tulane's doing that right now. They're playing with house money. So, you know, it's still a formidable opponent. Uh, another interesting draw, Glenn, Sam Houston State, which I think is a pretty solid, uh, one of the solid mid-tier uh, programs. And then Oregon State, which obviously has a great history uh, in recent years of getting to Omaha. Um, you know, I remember the year they had Adley Rushman playing for the Orioles now, and that was a very fun team to watch uh, for Oregon State. So it's a regional that – I think you, me, Sonny, and, and Dylan texted immediately after and said, hey, you kind of feel good about you know LSU with the draw they had when you saw some of the predictions. What is your kind of immediate reaction to the draw that LSU gets and, and what's going to be happening down in Baton Rouge this week? Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I think it's a really good, um, you know, kind of collection of teams that LSU will have here for the for the first weekend of the tournament. Um, you know, the, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit of the, each team here, just kind of some overall glancing thoughts just on some quick research that I've done on each of them. But, um, you know, I, I like the draw. Look, Tulane, you absolutely kind of hit the nail on the head there. You, you Tulane is a team that's 19 and 40, but really they're zero and zero now. I mean, like this yeah. is a team that you can kind of scratch what happened in the regular season. They're playing absolutely their best baseball of the season. Um, that was something that Jay Johnson was asked about on Monday. Um, and, you know, I think the biggest thing here for LSU is that they do have the reason that I think it's a little bit more favorable um, is that they've played two of these three teams this year. You know, they've played mm -hmm. Tulane. They kind of know what to expect. 
um, in terms of arms and, 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 and what their offense looks like. And then also Sam Houston, you played them uh, in the second week of the year. So that, you know, that'll help in terms of scouting, in terms of just having a preliminary report and a kind of a database of uh, what, what to expect with those two teams. If you are, if you get matched up with Sam Houston at all this weekend. So I think that is going to be really important for LSU just because um, they have some familiarity there with a couple of those programs um, but, but Jay Johnson also said this yesterday, like, you know, we played Tulane in the middle of the year. We played Sam Houston very early in our season. Um, yeah, it, it might as well have been four years ago that we played them. Mm-hmm. Like, like these are different teams. These are teams that are all playing well. I mean, you have to play well as a three and a four seed at the end of the year to kind of scratch your way in, uh, to the tournament. And particularly in Tulane's case, yeah, 19 and 40 for the regular season, but, they sure didn't play like it in the in the ACC tournament, and and they just did a really really nice job, um, you know, against East Carolina and and, and uh, not the ACC, the American, right? The American is that yeah, the played, AAC, uh, <laughs> AAC, AAC, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that was, I mean, they they've done some really nice things. You know, they have a couple of hitters that I think you have to be aware of. Uh, you know, T.O. Banks is a guy who's hit 18 home runs, leads the team in RBIs. Um, you know, uh, they have uh, Brennan Lambert, who's a really solid player as well. Um, they have a couple hitters that I think will be able to do some damage here if LSU's not careful. And kind of brings me to believe, um, you know, I think LSU is, is probably going to save Skeens. And we'll get into this a little bit more here in a minute. But um, just kind of an early gut feeling. I was talking about this with a number of people yesterday. Um, you know, Jay Johnson's not tipping his hand on what the pitching is going to look like. He's not talking about injuries this postseason at all. Um, so, you know, I think probably what, you know, what we, a lot of us writers were talking about yesterday, I, I think we really like the idea of Thatcher Hurd getting that nod uh, to start on Friday uh, to open things off th- Friday afternoon uh, at 2 o'clock, and um, you kind of go from there. Um, but I, I, I think – it's going to be a game-to-game process for LSU, just in terms of evaluating, and um, you know they, that that's that's kind of the structure of how Jays like to play out this season is that they take it one game at a time because they know uh, come postseason that this is how you have to play, this is how you have to win, um, and so they're they're doing a really nice job, I think, of of kind of instilling that mentality in the players. Um, and and now you, you you kind of set your focus there on on those guys and and just seeing what um you know what you can do to have success against Tulane and then you mark your territory for out the rest of the weekend as it kind of pops up yeah and that was kind of the the next question I was leading into obviously the usage of schemes and people are going to be kind of uh you know obsessing over that especially the LSU fan bases how is he used uh this weekend Glenn what's the balance you don't want to take Tulane for granted obviously I mean we just got done talking about it's a really hot baseball team and it's also a team that's playing and feels way better about themselves than they probably did when they played LSU the first time so it's not to say it's a drop-off we saw good pitching out of these guys from you know last week but it it is the roller coaster because you know the panic's going to set in the first walk or the first back-to-back singles or how do they balance uh, and how does Jay Johnson, you know, use this pitching staff throughout the weekend? There were a lot of questions, obviously, uh, with last week how it was handled a little bit. So kind of your thoughts on that. How do you handle the pitching staff, uh, especially in that first game? Yeah, I mean, this is as battle-tested a group, I think, that you could possibly have. I mean, when you go through the the 
SEC schedule that they just did, you know, going seven, two and one, um, you know, winning four of your, I mean, all but one series at home, uh, you, you win, I think three of the four on the road. Um, mm-hmm. the, these guys have pitched in tough environments. These guys have pitched in uh, home crowd environments where the, the crowd is on your side. Um, and I think, look, that, that, the, the regular season has prepared LSU for this tournament and for this moment. Um, but there are some some logistics that you have to figure out throughout this week. I think probably the biggest thing for me is what the pitching rotation looks like based on who you face. I think we all know that Paul Skeens uh, is, is the best pitcher in college baseball. Do you throw him out there game one and, and just try to – approach it that way of securing the first game and then letting the rest of the chips fall where they may fall. I don't think LSU does that personally. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they set up the SEC tournament um, and the the pitching the way that they did for a reason. I think that uh, they really like what Thatcher Hurd could give them in that first game in the regional. Um, and, and certainly also gives, you know, Skeens an extra day or two to rest that arm uh, prepare for whatever two or three seed matchup they would face in 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 the bracket, whether they win or lose on Friday. So, I think that is probably where I'm leaning towards. Just because we saw we've seen Thatcher now for several outings in a row, go out and get it done. Uh, he had, you know, I think, what was it? He retired the first twelve in in, in 12. Hoover, yeah, yeah, against uh, against a very good South Carolina team, and um, you know it, it was it was. It was really impressive. I mean, he ran into trouble there in the fifth a little bit, but um, I, I really liked what he did overall, and, and certainly he continued what has been a pretty uh, consistent stretch for him where he hasn't thrown a lot of walks. I mean, that was the biggest thing, I think, in the middle of the season for him. He just he gets, could not get the ball over the plate in, 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 in control, and I think that was – uh, something that really kind of messed with him mentally for a little while, but he has done a really nice job of bouncing back. I think he's a guy that, uh, you know, that can certainly get you off to a good start Friday. Um, and so I'm definitely looking at, you know, throwing Thatcher Hurd on Friday. I think that just makes too much sense. And uh, we'll see what LSU does from the rest, you know, the rest of the weekend. But, um, you know, if you, if you get if you get an opportunity to go Hurd, Skeens, Floyd, um, to, to win all those all three games and get out of there without any wow. blemishes, I think you're in a really good spot because I, I don't think Paul Skeens is losing that game too. Whether it's you know you're in the losers or the winners bracket, I, I would imagine you'd be in the winners bracket. But um, yeah, I, I I just don't see a, a scenario where Paul Skeens loses a game and then all you got to do from there is just win one more and you're 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 pretty golden. So we'll see. But I, I just I think that's kind of the the pitching rotation that I, that I see LSU rolling out this weekend. That's if Glenn West was in the manager's chair uh, for the uh, for the LSU Tigers. I like it, though, and it makes sense, too, Glenn, because what you pointed out, and we talked about this a little bit, I know Sonny and I did as well, you know, what they're going to face this weekend, it's no knock to any of the three teams that are joining LSU down in Baton Rouge because all three of these teams could get hot and win. It's just the game of baseball. But I think a lot of us feel that what they faced in Hoover is way better maybe not way better, but is better than what they're facing this weekend, just from the sense of offense, the pitching. I mean, it, it just is, and that's the result, and that's the challenge of playing in the SEC, like you alluded to. The regular season prepared them and how they set it up, uh, and Hoover may have gave us a glimpse because you are right. Jay Johnson's not going to pull peel back the curtain whatsoever on what is going to happen. You'll probably know it like 
you know, Friday morning. That's what's when people are going to know who's pitching. So I like the uh, the tactic there. Uh, real quick before we talk a little bit more about the opponents they have, the offense um, didn't travel well to Hoover. We mentioned that in the opening. What is your level of concern? Maybe one to ten about heading into this weekend. You mentioned the rest factor. You mentioned uh, you know some guys getting healthy. Obviously, the question you know what is is Tommy White back? I mean that was something that a lot of fans on our board on social media were interested in that last game in Hoover. So kind of your thoughts on this offense and um, are you more of just say hey guys I'm going to stick with the course of the whole season. This is a really good offense. They're going to be back in Baton Rouge at home at Alex Box and it's uh, it's going to be okay. Or where do you sit in this? I mean, I, I think they're going to be fine. If we're talking one to ten, I'm probably sitting at like a four um, in terms of concern level. Um, but there, there have been some concerning trends recently, and it really goes back to the Mississippi State series. I mean, this has not been uh, the offense that we've become accustomed to over the last, you know, several weeks. I mean, I think they've uh, they would be the first to admit that there have been some struggles along the way. They've had some good individual games where they are hitting really well, and they're uh, you know, their play discipline is really solid. The, the South Carolina game last week, I thought they played mm-hmm. really well in, in that first game in Hoover. Um, but they, they backed it up with a couple of duds, to be quite honest with you. I mean, they just did not uh, do a whole lot of, of good things. They, they struck out, I believe, 28 times. Um, they went 5 of 29 with runners on base in, in terms of getting those guys in. And so um, that that is just um, – not the offense that we've become accustomed to seeing. This is a very disciplined offense. They they draw a lot of walks. They get the free passes, um, but they also they also hit and they they hit. Mm-hmm. They, they, and if you get them hitting, they are almost impossible to stop because of how consistent they've been in terms of getting guys on base and having the opportunities to score runs. Um, they 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 got a lot of hits in Hoover, but they just weren't able to turn those into runs. And I think that. Um, is a little bit of a concern um, just because, you know, you never want to play with the baseball guys at this time of the year. You, you always want to make sure that you're playing some of your best ball. And I don't think that anybody in that, you know, that offense, if you ask Coach Johnson, he, he certainly doesn't believe LSU's played uh, their best offense, uh, offensive baseball the last couple of weeks. Um, but the same breath, you have eight days now to kind of, rest retool reevaluate um look at things in, in a different way and um i think probably the biggest thing that's helped lsu is that they've had um a number of guys step up in in, in individual games like you know josh pearson came up huge for them in the georgia series uh hayden travinsky was probably their best hitter uh in hoover last week i mean he was the mm-hmm. most consistent guy that they had at the plate um you know throughout the three games um you're going to have Tommy White back, you know, for this re- for this regional. So, you know, they just wanted to hold him out for rest. I don't think it was anything serious with him. Um, you know, I think he's going to be back in action um, on 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 Friday against Tulane. So, no worries there. But um, you know, you, you would like to see LSU come out with a little bit of a fire and a little bit of a, you know, we're going to put this team down early kind of mentality mm-hmm. from the offense. You know, and so. Um, you ever want to let a, a number four seed hang around too long in a game. And LSU's had a couple of those the last couple of weeks, a couple of midweek games, you know, the, the, the loss to you know, Nichols and then ULL. I mean, they, they kind of lost a couple back to back there uh, to close the season. And so they're, you know, you, you'd like to see them rebound and, and get back into the winner's column against a team that they feel like they should be able to beat. Um, 
but like we've like we've said, you know, really all season, it's it's really whoever comes to the ballpark and is is on that day. And LSU has had some days recently where you can be concerned about what they're doing offensively. But um, I, I think overall, though, they're they're going to be they're going to be fine. I think they're very much uh, aware of some of the issues that they've that they want to work on. That was one of the takeaways I had talking with. Uh, Trey and Gavin yesterday um, I think they're going to be ready and prepared for for whatever's thrown at them okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road with available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating my whole family can head deep into the wild conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah, and I think too, Glenn, when you see what the preparation, the frustrations of the offense at times, the pitching, I mean, look, it's the ebbs and flows of a long season. I was watching the selection show. And um, I had social media up as well yesterday. And, you know, they talk about, too, you know, it's also interesting how you see the narratives around teams change. Uh, you know, a team like Texas A&M right now is a darling for everyone because of how well they played late. Uh, if LSU has, you know, if they switch the last two weeks and the first two weeks of the season with the way they played, I know it's vastly different opponents. And we're talking about a team that's coming in as the best team in the country, no doubt. So it's really just a tale of two seasons. When do you get hot? When do you kind of have that momentum? And you hope, obviously, that LSU can use it as a launching pad. Uh, final piece right here. Let's uh, get – because I know you had some some quick tidbits. We're going to put a piece up tomorrow talking a little more in-depth on each opponent. What can we expect? You mentioned a little bit about both teams. What's something to watch for for each team? We mentioned Tulane. What's something that you're intrigued to see from Oregon State and as well from uh, Sam Houston State? Yeah, I think Oregon State has some really, um, you know, dominant hitters. Uh, they have a guy that's batting well over three, uh, 370 for this season, um, 10 home runs, 53 RBIs. Uh, his name's Travis Bazana. Um, they have a, a really nice, uh, you know, just, just kind of, a really good lineup. They, 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 they don't strike out a whole lot and they actually get walked a ton. And they, they, they're, that's kind of where, um, you know, they've kind of made their bread and butter. They have a really nice on base percentage as a team. Um, really their top six or seven hitters, I believe are all hitting over 300 for the year uh, or around that, that margin um, for, for the season. So um, they're, they're, they're a pretty potent offense. I would, I would imagine that LSU, uh, should they get Oregon State in either, you know, a winner or a loser's game uh, for that game too, would absolutely intend to throw Paul Skeens against those guys. Mm-hmm. I think that has got to be the matchup that you're kind of calculating for if you're LSU, if you're looking ahead, if you're Jay Johnson. Um, and, and I just – I really like what, what they've done offensively. I think they're a really solid team. And then um, you know, Sam Houston State has a couple guys batting over 400 as well. 
um, you know, that that seems to be kind of a, a trend here for offensive teams, you know, or for, for, for really offense in college baseball this year, the, the numbers have been so gaudy uh, for a lot of these programs. And certainly you look at guys like Dylan Cruz and Tommy tanks who were uh, you know, really having great seasons here for LSU, but they're, you're seeing it all over the country. And so yeah. these are very offensive oriented teams that are coming here. Um, you know, I think you look at, uh, the, the pitching for both, I, I would imagine, is not um, maybe not quite what LSU has faced in the SEC, but still pretty solid. I mean, Oregon State is a three-time national championship team. They have a great history there of recruiting good players. Um, you know, Sam Houston's a team that LSU beat earlier this season, but like I said, they, you know, they they're a very different team now. I mean, they they they're they're certainly on a little bit of a roll as well. Uh, kind of close out their season. So uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I think starting with Tulane on Friday, I think LSU is going to be in a in a position where they want they want to put it away early, like I said, and, and make sure that the, the crowd is uh, not getting antsy halfway through the game because <laughs> uh, I know a lot of these players are going to be juiced and jumped uh, and really hyped up to, to be uh, in that environment on, on Friday. So, um, you know, controlling your emotions, staying in the game mentally, preparing uh, – mentally for this uh for this tough weekend uh i think is going to be first and foremost the most important thing for lsu uh to to accomplish and uh i think they have you know we've we've talked all year or really since the middle of the season does lsu have the roster to get to omaha and i think they still do you know they have some pitching injuries they still have some guys that are a little bit inconsistent, but I think some of the performances that you've seen the last couple of weeks lead you to believe that this is a team that can absolutely win this weekend and that they can really uh, do some damage next weekend as well if they advance. So uh, I do think LSU's in a really good spot here, but um, you know, you've, you've got to get some of the offensive issues corrected and, and, and certainly hope that you see some of the consistency from the pitching staff as well. Time to put it together. Uh, there's no more time left to make mistakes. The uh, margin of error is pretty razor thin whether you're playing anybody in this. And we talked about it. You mentioned Sam Houston State Tulane, very different now. They're on a roll. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see, and I would like to be a fly on the wall on the uh, scouting and the film conversations as they watch these teams. And then they watch what they did in their conference tournament, especially a Tulane team that uh, I guess is – when they when they're at the plate, it looks like a beach ball right now, and yeah. they can't miss the strike zone uh, as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun look, to kind I mean, of watch. Oregon this. State's a team that has five guys yeah. that hit double digit home runs this year. Um, you know, Sam Houston is more of a hit for contact kind of team, but they they drove in a lot of runs this year, and and and, and I think they're uh, absolutely capable of putting up some big numbers. So you know, LSU's got to have the pitching. Um, stay consistent and, and really be a big part of why they win uh, this weekend to have a chance. It's going to be a lot of fun. And Glenn had a great piece. If you have not already, uh, by the time you're listening to this, maybe you're listening to your ride home. When you get home, open up your computer, open up your phone. Glenn had a great piece uh, talking with Trey Morgan about what it means to potentially hasn't been talked about a lot, but the, uh, the idea that if LSU doesn't get it done, this is the last time a lot of great players are going to play at Alex Box, and obviously Tiger fans hope that that is not the case. They get another weekend out of them. But uh, man, it's, yeah, Trey. I said Trey it last a, week, Glenn. I Trey said it had last a great week. quote. Trey had a great quote yesterday. He says um, about the the losses the last couple of years away from from Baton mm-hmm. Rouge. He says, "I remember the tears. I don't want to cry in my own dugout this year." I want to cry in Omaha because it's over and that we won. Um, so that that's, I mean, that's, that's, I think a feeling that I think a lot of players have on this roster because, you know, 
to be frank, LSU's not going to have a lot of these guys next year. They're they're losing yeah. a good chunk of their players uh, that contributed to this uh, season. Um, they kind of know that it's the finality of of uh, of, of this you know core group of you know Dylan Cruz and Trey Morgan, Gavin, Gavin Dugash, Jordan Thompson, um, Ty Floyd. Certainly, um, they they know it's their last run together, and so I think they're all. Um, you know, keeping that in the backs of their minds and, and, and certainly uh, want to get this done the, the right way through Baton Rouge. It's going to be interesting. A lot of storylines uh, heading into regional weekend. And LSU matched up with the Lexington Regional. Keep an eye on that one as well if the Tigers do advance. Uh, obviously, Kentucky uh, hosting that one. Uh, but a lot of fun things to watch uh, throughout. I don't know about you. I'm going to have several screens going on this weekend, Glenn. It's not going to just be the LSU game. It's going to be uh, many different ones as well. But, hey, my name is Bryce Kuhn. He is Glenn West. This is the Go 24-7 Podcast previewing the regional. We're going to have great coverage all week and weekend. So make sure you subscribe if not already some good VIP content. We'll also want you to join with Glenn. I've only been on board for, I guess now I can't say only, because it's been almost four or five months now. Uh, but some of the best conversation on a message board talking about LSU baseball or college baseball, it's a lot of fun. So if you want to be a part of it, you got to make sure you join and sign up there as well. Last but certainly not least, subscribe to the YouTube and hit us up on social media if you have any questions or you want to get more involved with the site. We can hit you up and let you know how to do that. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic rest of your day, and it's going to be a fun weekend in Baton. Let's go! It's the most all-star studded challenge ever, and this time it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars, new season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.